Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you checked out all the new handicappers at Wager Talk? If not, here's your chance. You can take 50% off your first daily or three-day all-access purchase at Wager Talk using coupon code TRYWT. Our new roster of experts is 30 deep, covering sports from all around the world, giving you tons of options to choose from. All you have to do to redeem this offer is go to wagertalk.com, choose a handicapper of your choice, and use coupon code TRYWT at checkout, saving 50% on your first purchase. Hey guys, welcome in to Wager Talk TV. It is Tuesday, January 3rd of 2023. Happy New Year to all of you guys out there watching. We appreciate everybody that watches live or recorded here on Wager Talk TV or the app on iOS, Android, Roku devices. We are happy to have Puck Time back here in 2023. And I'm Andrew McGinnis. I'm happy to be home after a little holiday break visiting some family. Of course, I have Carmine Bianco with me and Don Buster in his usual Tuesday rotation. We have four games to break down for today. Hurricanes, Rangers, Blues, Maple Leafs, Islanders, Canucks, and the last game with the Dallas Stars and the LA Kings. Uh, guys, uh, winter classic yesterday. Um, still a couple days in games in the NHL. We had the Avalanche uh, getting a little bit healthier, uh, but they still were big favorites, actually, and they get upset. They lose that one. McKinnon and McKinnon scores, I think, 20 or 30 seconds into the game. That does not matter as the Golden Knights take them down. But uh, uh, the NHL continues to be very competitive. We're seeing upsets everywhere. But I'll tell you one thing, Carm. I, I, I know I don't want to take too much time talking about it. I know I've talked about it in the past. But uh, Connor Bedard just seems to continue to live up to expectations. He scores the overtime game winner for Team Canada yesterday. And... Uh, I'm not usually a fan of tanking, but any team that wants to tank just got a few more reasons as to why they should do that yesterday. What's going on, Carm? Uh, not much. Uh, I was uh, I was on the wrong end of that Colorado game when you know McKinnon scored, and I was out with uh, friends. Um, but when McKinnon scored early on, I'm like, all right, it's a good start. It's what I thought McKinnon uh, second game uh, since coming back, and uh, maybe the Avs can get rolling. But uh, there's just uh, nobody else performing on that team right now. And as I mentioned, I was out with friends, and I know it's a hockey show, but uh, as you know, I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan, and uh, it was terrible what happened in that game yesterday. So thoughts and prayers is all we can really do right now to, to Hamlin and his uh, family. It was a scary scene uh, in Cincinnati in in that game. Uh, and then I had, to, Andrew, I had to log off of uh, Twitter because – 
Um, there's so much idiocy that surrounds when something like this happens, and it's it's usually gamblers who are worried about their money more so than the lives of uh, of people who are on the field. So um, I'm going to leave it at that, and we're going to discuss hockey. I'm looking forward to it. This NHL season is going to pick up. Uh, this is about the time. Um, uh, while I like to talk about a, a good run that I had to finish off the last 60 days of 2022, I think I was um, number one at Wager Talk as far as units gained. But this is about the time of the year last year where you went on an absolute heater, man. And uh, you were like uh, Speedy Gonzalez. You just like zipped right by me and I'm just like <laughs> trying to catch up to you and stuff. So uh, I'm ready for you this year, my friend. I am ready right. for you. So uh, we are going to go mano a mano as much as we can and try at the same time to give our puck time uh, community and followers uh, both here on the show and on uh, Twitter uh, a bunch of uh, or a lot of winners sort of moving forward. So let's see if we can keep that going. Our regular Tuesday guest is with us, Don Buster. Welcome to uh, 2023 Puck Time. Thank you very much, Carmine. Uh, good to see Andrew's back in his uh, chair there, although I am a little surprised that he's just not hanging out to uh, get those uh, semifinals and final games of uh, Team Canada there, of the juniors. But I do understand he has a job to do, so uh, we appreciate him coming back and, uh, and doing that job here. And I'm sure a lot of the people that chat and the people that watch every day appreciate Andrew for not being selfish and for coming on the show and doing, the, doing his thing. Uh, just teasing you, brother. You know that. Uh, yeah, you know what, Carmine? I'll have. I want to thank you as well here for not putting Montreal on and for not putting Winnipeg on. Seems like we've been talking about those every Tuesday. So I want to thank you for that. Although you did pick four really, really tough games to handicap, but we'll look forward to uh, doing that. And uh, let's have a good show, guys. Well. Yeah, Buster, listen, and, and Andrew, because you guys are Montreal fans, I, I thought it was appropriate that, uh, at least for the first show of 2023, we keep, uh, you know, uh, I like Nashville, and, and uh, they're, they're having an up-and-down season. I don't know what they're, where they're going, but I just didn't think Nashville against a, a, a junior A, AAA, or whatever team is what uh, people wanted to uh, uh, talk about today. So I, I kept the Montreal Canadiens off it. The, the team that really should be tanking right now because Connor Bedard in that jersey would help that Montreal rebuild, uh, probably move forward a, a, a year or so. Um, that guy is, he's a generational talent. I'm telling you this, this is a guy that you want to get in this year's draft. Um, I hate to throw out names, Andrew, but I almost feel like it's like a Sidney Crosby type of number one pick. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. And he plays uh, very unselfish too, right? He's not just a goal scorer. There was a game I saw him play in person where he, I think he had four or five assists, Carm. Not one goal in that game, but all kinds of assists. So he knows how to pass the puck around. Uh, I know we got to get into the show, but since you did say that, it did remind me of something. For all you guys out there and anyone that's a Canadians fan, Carm, you're actually right. Because you know what? The Florida Panthers traded us a first-round pick for Ben Sherratt. So Ben Sherratt might actually turn into Connor Bedard. That might go down as the worst trade in the history of the NHL. But usually teams will protect picks, right? So they'll say, we'll give you our first round pick unless it's a top five or unless it's a top three. Florida chose not to protect their pick. 
and they aren't having a great, great year right now. So there's a good chance the Habs might have two picks inside the top 10. Just so everybody knows, that is pretty crazy for me that Florida did not trade and get a condition on that pick, which you know pretty much puts some insurance on them as they, hey, if we get first overall pick, it's not yours. But uh, they did not do that. So um, that's a bit, little bit of a mistake there, but uh, it should be funny. Uh, to watch how all of that unravels. I know that, uh, Carm, you've been fading the bottom teams like uh, the Ducks and the Blackhawks, and I don't blame you. Uh, those teams are in full tank mode, it seems like, whether they mean to or not. Uh, let's get into the games here, guys. Carolina and New York. Um, Carm, I, I saw you had something to say you can add on when I throw the game to you. Uh, Carolina minus yeah. 125, Rangers plus 105, total at 5.5 in this one, shaded towards uh, the over here. In this one, and Carolina certainly picking up some steam here in this uh, conference, Carm. That's for sure. They're playing some solid hockey. Yeah, I remember, Andrew. I'm not sure who was on the show. Someone said, uh, I'm not going to toot my own horn, that the Carolina Panthers were about to go on a winning streak. And here we are, 15-0-1, their last 16 games this team is absolutely fire right now. They are just winning games, and it doesn't matter who is in their way uh, when they're doing it. And who's in their way is the New York Rangers. Andrew, let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Like uh, Shosturkin is is uh, is confirmed to go tonight for the Rangers at home, which is scary in itself because this Rangers team um, can win games as well too. And uh, but you got Carolina seven zero and one one point six three goals against average for uh, Kochkakov if I pronounce his name right. The guy is playing unbelievable in goal. Carolina is playing unbelievable defense, which is why the total is at five and a half. If it was at six, everyone would be banging the under. I still like the under in this game. I will say this: you look at the line on this game, and you've got Carolina as a small favorite, minus 125 on the road, on an 11-game win streak. Is it just me, or does this game feel like the squarest play on the card, where you just say, 11 in a row, they're going to make it 12 in a row. They're going to beat the Rangers, who are coming back, uh, or coming home, you know, off a, a short little road trip uh, um, at the end of the year. I don't know. It, uh, they were in Florida. Uh, they picked up you know, uh, a point against Tampa. They pick up a win against uh, Florida. It just, to me, seems like, I'm not going to take a side in this game. It just feels like the squarest play to say, uh, take Carolina minus 125, they're going to win. Sometimes you just say, take the best team and just forget about uh, forget about it, and, and that's it. And Carolina is the better team. Uh, they are, they're going to end up winning this Metro if they keep the, this pace up. Uh I'm, I have to lean the under. I just cannot go anywhere other than two very good teams who play very good defense. The Rangers are very good at home defensively. I've been playing and winning games because they've been playing better defensively. And then you got Carolina. In this 11-game win streak of theirs, they've gone under the total seven times. Uh, they are, they're doing it with defense and a mix of scoring up front. So, yeah, the square play is Carolina. Uh, I'm not going to touch either side. Uh, I'm going to take the under, and I don't care who wins. Don Buster, what do you like? Well, Carmine, uh, you've kind of said it all there. I, I tend to agree with you. Uh, maybe not on that square play, but uh, as you said, to me, both these clubs are probably playing their best hockey. Obviously, Carolina is. Uh, even, like you said, it was 16-0-1. Yeah, they, even 17 games, 
they didn't even they lost in overtime that game. So just crazy what Carolina has done. And I kind of a little PO'd about them too because I've had them to win the Stanley Cup the last couple of years. Always thought they were really good, had a future, and this year I didn't take them. So who knows? <laughs> this might be their year now. Uh, but the Rangers have been, as you said, also Carmen. The Rangers have been playing uh, very well too. They've won nine of the last twelve. And uh, but again, I'm not going to stand in front of Carolina to break this streak. That's for sure. I want really no part of uh, of the side here. That's for sure. But in saying that, Carolina might have to lose sometime. And if they are going to lose, they struggle in New York. 15 and 21, the last 26 at MSG. So I know that's a lot of history and it doesn't matter this, but we talk about that all the time. And we've proven now the last four years, we've proven how teams go into places that, you know, I can remember a bunch of games going out to Calgary and Edmonton and that where teams just play well or, and it's kind of goofy, but again, I just throw that out there for people that might think, you know, maybe this is the game that Carolina loses because they do have to lose eventually. Right. You know, so anyways, just throwing that out there. I'm with you, Carmine, on the side. I like it under five and a half. The last seven games have went five, uh, have went to the under. Uh, as I said to you, Carmine, you've put on four really tough handicap games, games that probably won't make my card because it's hard to bet under five and a half, even in the NHL, because I always say it's so easy to get to six in the NHL, especially with the empty nets and uh, the way they pull their goalies uh, now these days, the coaches. So um, I actually, I'm, I'm not going to do it, but I would lean the slightest to New York because of that streak and just the way they've been playing as well. But I, it doesn't make my card, but I do, uh, I would lean to the under as well. Well, and of course, you know, in, in you know recent history, we have seen the Rangers be a much better team at home. This year, it hasn't been as strong, but it started to pick up a little bit. And of course, as we talked about, uh, they are coming off uh, that Florida double against two really tough teams. And, and now you have to play a Carolina team. And Buster, it's funny you say that as far as the future goes. I'm in the same boat, man. I've My friends, I, every year in the playoffs, they're like, you pick the Hurricanes every year to like be your sleeper <laughs> pick. And and then, of course, this year is probably going to be the year they do really well and, and get over that hump. But uh, of course, guys, you know, it's, you know, it's it's one of those things, too, with them is that they're not just beating good teams. They're beating everybody. And everybody. when teams score three or four on them, they score five or six. They're the definition of anything you do, I can do better right now, is what this Carolina Hurricane... Oh, you want me to beat you in a low-scoring game? Sure, I'll do that. You want me to put up six goals on you? Sounds good to me. That's what the Hurricanes are doing right now. Um, but having said that, I actually... I think we're going to get a good defensive performance out of both clubs. Um, but Buster had a really good point that I agree with as far as it's very easy to get over five and a half. So a lot of times these days, guys, when I want to go when I want to go under in a game with a total of five and a half, this is what I'll do. I look first period at DraftKings right now. You can get minus one oh five on under one and a half goals first period. I think we're going to see a big defensive strategy for the New York Rangers as they start this uh, home stretch here and as they take on a really talented Hurricanes team. The Hurricanes have no problem playing in low scoring games. I expect both teams trapping things up, making the zone entries very difficult. And, you know, exactly what Buster was saying, how it's just, you know, these games in a second period or third period could escape. You get one empty net goal that could push you over the five and a half to six. I don't like betting under five and a half. So a lot of the time, if I do like that game under, 
I will just take the first period under one and a half goals. So that's what I like, guys. Uh, just the first period here in this one. So uh, hopefully we can cash a ticket. But um, Carm, we'll have to do a little futures update uh, at some point uh, during puck time because you and I both kind of get into them on you know January, February around this time of year. Yeah, you know, I mean, the last few last few years, I think it was. Uh, um, uh, not so much last year, uh, but uh, the previous couple of years, you know, there were big prices on the Islanders. And I just thought uh, I, I like taking future sometimes with some good defensive teams. Um, but, you know, in speaking to this game before we move on to the Blues and the Leafs is uh, it this game is is eerily familiar to like I, I still remember talking about uh, I think it was last season talking about the Carolina Hurricanes who were playing uh, extremely well uh, and went into Boston. And uh, I I like the under in the game. I still remember this. I like the under in the game because both teams were playing lights out defensive hockey. And then I think Carolina scored four or five in the first period. And it was five nothing at the four or five nothing in the end of the first period, blowing the under right under the water, which is dangerous with five and a halves. You get one bad period and you're gonzo. Yeah. You understand it. You, you know it. So uh, it is always tough taking an under five and a half. Uh, I feel like I'm going to take one here. Uh, it's not going to make my card, but it, uh, it might make that pizza money kind of bet um, uh, uh, with some smaller plays for me. Wouldn't shock me uh, to see a defensive battle between those two teams. That's for sure. Buster, let's get into uh, Leafs and Blues here in this one. These teams uh, have met pretty, uh, I think, in the past week or two. Uh, we did see a high-scoring contest between them. We saw the Maple Leafs come out on top, winning it 5-4. Um, they were pretty big favorites in that one, though. They were listed as minus 175 closing price. Right now, they're minus 275. Uh, plus 225 is the number there for the St. Louis Blues. Total is at six, slightly shaded towards the under here in this one. And Buster, uh, before we get into this game, I just want to ask your opinion on this Blues team. What what should we think of this Blues team right now? Are they Are they... You know, underachieving. Have we, should we just accept that they aren't who maybe we thought they were going to be? What's the deal with this Blues team? Well, uh, truthfully, Andrew, I actually thought they were going to start to go on a run come the new year. But okay. as as we get into this uh, analysis for this game, we lost Tarasenko and O'Reilly. They just went went on the IR. I think they're going to lose them for at least a month, and that's that's going to be a killer for them. That's just going to be a killer for him. And uh, they've uh, Krug is already still out. So that's what, you know, if they had those guys, then I would think that they would, because they are a pretty good team. I don't know how they do it now missing. Like that's a lot of good talent to not have on the ice. So anyways, getting into this game, Toronto, as everybody knows, have been playing great hockey. Winners of four of their last five, 13 of their last 17. But I'm not laying 275 here. That's for sure. They just beat the Blues in St. Louis uh, last Tuesday. We talked about them. I actually said I thought St. Louis was a live dog. And, of course, they were a live dog. They lost in overtime. And that's a shock that I lost a game in overtime. All my clients will know that's <laughs> not a shock because the last three years I've been just having a brutal time. Actually, I'm having a great year in overtime this year. I'm only uh, I'm 6-12 and 12 in overtime this year. So I'm actually – Quite happy about that. So maybe we can get a few of those back this year going moving forward. Like I say, normally I would say that St. Louis is a live dog in this game for sure because they have beat Toronto 12 out of 14 times in Toronto. But again, with the guys on the ice and the way Toronto has been playing, 
uh, yeah, I really, you know, the only way I think you can go here is to take Toronto, even on the puck line, because on the money line, they're like minus 180. And, you know, maybe St. Louis has that attitude. And we've talked about this lots of times when a bunch of guys go out, because it just happened uh, yesterday that they put O'Reilly and uh, Tarasenko on that list. Maybe they, you know, have that one strong game and, Toronto's not that team, not at home. They've been playing really well at home, and we've talked about that as well. So, and as far as the total here, lean to the under because I'm not sure how much uh, how much goals St. Louis can get this this uh, this game. And the under is four one one. The last six in Toronto, but uh, if anything, I would play Toronto puck line here. I can see it being a four one five one game, maybe three, maybe even three up one three nothing. I don't know how St. Louis scores. Can I tell you the truth? as long as Toronto plays the way they've been playing. Well, I mean, uh, the Maple Leafs are on a, a really good stretch right now. Besides that, uh, that, that loss they had against the, the dangerous contending Arizona Coyotes. I mean, they just have their number, Carm. Uh, this Maple Leafs team could be on the heater of a lifetime, but if the Coyotes step in front of them, better watch out. It's so weird. I mean, Buster, to your point uh, that you made earlier about certain teams against certain teams, they just don't match up well or they play down to their competition or, or whatever we want to use. But uh, it, it's definitely a thing. Uh, but the Maple Leafs, like you, like you said, also have improved their defense this year. But, Carm, I have to agree here with Buster about uh, when the St. Louis Blues, you know, miss a few players, they already weren't playing very well. They already didn't have that huge, um, you know, that, that much scoring depth on their team. They didn't have a lot of guys executing on the power play. And now you take more guys out of the picture. I don't think it's a recipe for success, but I also don't love the minus 275 here. I actually do like the team total under. Um, so I'm kind of piggybacking off what Buster was just talking about. So I won't take much time. I think St. Louis struggles to score here. I think Toronto locks them down. I don't see St. Louis getting any more than two goals here. What about you, Carm? Yeah, listen, uh, um, that next man up mentality sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't the blues team uh when they went out west they were scoring goals uh and you know and they come home and they played that game against the leafs uh after the christmas break the one in which the leafs um that we found out and i think i mentioned on the show broke the travel protocol rules and traveled to st louis early paid the hundred thousand dollar fine raised the prices of beers to pay for the hundred thousand dollars and, uh, and and here we are. Now they're playing uh, them again. The Leafs have been almost unbeatable at home. And when they go on these streaks, which like they did last year. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, they're awfully tough to beat. They're 8-0-2. Their last 10 at home. Samsonov is confirmed for tonight. Looks like it's going to be Binnington for St. Louis, although that's not confirmed. It, it, it's tough, you know. I don't mind taking the over here because I think we can still get there, even if the Blues uh, only get a couple goals. Uh, I, I think we still get there with one of those five-two-six-two type of games. These teams played. I get with their full squads a five-four uh, game in OT uh, last time out in St. Louis. Uh, the Blues can still score goals, even when they're missing players. They still got guys I think that can score here. 
Uh, it's tough with the line minus 275 on the Leafs and even the regulation line at minus 170 um, of even coming up with that split of what I talk about of taking like uh, uh, half a unit on the money line, half a unit on the puck line because the puck line is not plus money. So you can't really do that here. Uh, but sometimes you can find a play within a play. And maybe if you feel the Leafs are the right play tonight and they're going to get off to a good start at home, as they have uh, in in their 10 previous games, their only losses were OT 3-2 losses, is you can take the Leafs first period, lay a half a goal, and you're getting plus 120 on your money. Uh, if you believe the Leafs are the play tonight and, uh, and the Blues can score, then that's the way to go. Uh, take the Leafs first period. Win the first, they go on to win the game, of course, uh, I'm pretty sure. But plus 120, lay a half a goal in the first period, not a bad way to go. You know, I always love those bets because you just get such a great price. You know, you're turning a, a big, big favorite into a really good number just for them to execute in the first period and get the job done. And now the Maple Leafs have been a pretty good first period team, so I do like that quite a bit. I'll stick with the team total under there uh, for the St. Louis Blues. And this next game we're going to go to, I think is an interesting one. I'm eager to hear what the, these guys have to say. I'm going to talk about this one as well on Wager Talk today uh, at 12 o'clock Eastern time. But uh, we have the Vancouver Canucks and New York Islanders going head-to-head tonight. Uh, this one is pretty close or odds um, compared to the last game we discussed here. Minus 115 for the Islanders, minus 105 for the Canucks, total at six. And guys, you know, we have this Canucks team with a 16-17 and 17 record. They average 3.44 goals per game. I mean, it's crazy to think that how many goals that this team has scored. They are a mess defensively. They are a disaster. I mean, you have reporters calling out their forwards, like JT Miller, asking them, how do you feel like your back checking has been lately? How do you feel your defensive play has been lately? You know it's not good when reporters are asking the forwards how they feel they've been playing defensively because the fact is if you told me before the season started the Vancouver Canucks would average, you know, nearly, you know, three and a half goals per game, I would say they're having a really, really good year. And I'm sure you guys would definitely agree with me on this one. And the Islanders score more goals as well. Um, They've been an up and down team. But when I take a look at this contest, guys, I look at really what the Islanders have done recently. I just faded them uh, against the uh, Seattle Kraken a couple days ago. Um, And I think they're going to bounce back. You know, I think they're going to be eager to get going. We just saw um, Vancouver Canucks lose two games. But when it comes down to it, they're not playing well as a team. And they're not really a team that I want to say, hey, here's my money. You know, please put towards put together a good 60-minute game. I can't trust them to do that. As far as far as the Islanders are concerned, I think they're well coached and they have a lot of great leaders. And despite some injuries on their team, I think they can still win a game um, w- without some of those key pieces, whereas some other teams I might worry about that. So, guys, at this short price, I like the Islanders. I have some concerns about the Canucks right now. Um, and I'm gonna rock here with the road team. Karm, what do you think here in this one? Yeah, Andrew, I think, you know, I think I'm going to uh, follow you as far as uh, the uh, uh, taking uh, Vegas here. Yeah, they had to, you know, they had a very good uh, homestand. And you look at, you know, beating, um, okay, I, I get it, beating Columbus, but beating Pittsburgh and the Florida Panthers by identical 5-1 scores. Uh, scoring some goals against some teams that, um, for the most part, were playing uh, well defensively, uh, you can 
question question that on as far as Florida goes, but Pittsburgh has. And then they get, they have to travel to play a New Year's Day game uh, in Seattle. I don't think that's uh, that that's the greatest spot for them. Uh, but now picking up from here, this is where you have to look at it uh, uh, as, as far as this road trip goes. They, they head to Vancouver against a team that seems to pick up sporadic wins, two or three wins here, two or three wins there, just enough to appease the fans and and keep Bruce Boudreau um, still behind the bench at some point. Uh, if this team continues to fall off that uh, race for the playoffs, and I believe they will, um, he's got to go. Uh, it's just he's not working. He worked out well at the beginning, and sometimes you see that with new coaches coming in, the team performs well. They're just not buying into it. It's similar to when we were talking at the beginning of the show, and I wanted to interject. Uh, Paul Maurice is the worst coach, not the worst coach, the worst coach for the Florida Panthers. His style of play does not uh, fit the type of team that the Florida Panthers are. There are co- right coaches for teams, and Maurice is, uh, Maurice is not one for the Florida Panthers, and I don't think Bruce Boudreaux is for the Canucks. Canucks have some talent on that team, and they're just underperforming, but they win you know, two or three games, and everyone thinks everything's rosy again, and then they lose to Winnipeg and Calgary. Uh, uh, scoring only a couple goals in in each game, and all, all hell breaks loose again. I think they lose again tonight. I'm not even going to look at the total. I'm just going to look for the Islanders to grind out a win tonight at a very low price. Buster, give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, well, guys, I could. Uh, I'm going to just wish both of you very good luck on your Islanders uh, play, as I really don't have a side for this play at all. I think. I, basically want no part of it. it's kind of a coin flip but i will give my analysis on it anyways uh i find it like i said i just find this is a coin flip game the Islanders have won three of their last four games they were a no show in seattle the other night they had like about 15 16 shots just no show which i liked because i as well as andrew i had seattle as well in that game uh but on the road the Islanders they've lost five out of their last six so that that just you know not sure if, i think they bounce back tonight i almost for sure believe they do bounce back. But Vancouver, even though they have lost three out of their last set, or yeah, I think they're, they've lost four of their last seven. I'm sorry about that, four of their last seven. I watched that game on Saturday night. I thought they deserved a better fate against Calgary. I thought they played really well. And they, and as Carmine's saying, they pick up wins here and there. They, yeah, they play really well, then they, they don't play very well. And, but what the problem is for Vancouver, is that defense, they, they give up uh, a lot of chances. There's no doubt about that. So because of that, because I believe the Islanders are going to bounce back off the no-show in Seattle, and because I believe Vancouver will have a good game tonight, I'm taking the over six. I like the game over. As uh, Andrew mentioned, the Islanders seem to play a little bit more offensively on the road, although it hasn't showed much lately. But, like, again, they, they only scored one and didn't show up in Seattle, so I like – playing a team when that kind of thing happens, especially against Vancouver club that does give up a bunch of goals. Uh, and a little stat here for everyone. We talked about it earlier when teams, certain teams get together, certain things happen. And I mean, you could go back historically and you could say, well, it's not the same guys. It's just the same sweaters. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what sport. I've been doing this for 40 years and that kind of stuff matters for some reason. Well, let's see if it matters tonight. These games uh, between the clubs, nine, one and one, the last 11 games to the over between these two clubs. 
again, I, I don't want no part of this side, but we are going over here in this game. Well, Buster, it almost feels like, you know, the Islanders being involved in this game is what's dragging it down to a six instead of a six and a half. Any game involving the Canucks right now should be a six and a half, I think. So um, I'm definitely, I agree, I would agree, definitely be there. Yeah, I, I would be there with you as well on this one. I think that, and the Islanders, you know, they're a team that's uh, not, you know, this boring team anymore like they once were. No. Uh, they're involved in some fun games to watch as well lately. So, guys, our last game we're going to break down here. We've got best bets uh, at the end of the show and some promotional stuff to get into. we got the Dallas Stars and the LA Kings here. Dallas, <clears throat> minus 125. Kings, plus 105. Total at six here. Uh, minus 115 if you do want the puck line on Dallas, plus 195. Uh, I doubt you would want it on the Kings, but it is minus 245 on the plus one and a half line there. Guys, we have a Dallas team that has won five of their last six, seven of their last 10. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about um, in the new year, January, February, teams that go on these big stretches. A lot of times people say the season might not even start until the new year. As long as you're not too far down, this is the time of year where you want to get on a big run. Well, the Dallas Stars are playing some really good hockey right now. They're scoring goals. Their power play is strong. They're playing well defensively. And as far as this LA Kings team is concerned, you know, I, I really like them going into this season, guys. But I feel like they haven't had their focus all there for, for a lot of games. I feel like this is a team that it's too inconsistent for my liking. And I'm almost just tempted to ride the streak and ride the hot hand um, with the Dallas Stars in this one. You take a look at an L.A. Kings team, you know, they'll lose to Philadelphia, but they'll beat a Vegas team. They'll lose to Arizona, but they'll beat a Colorado team. I don't want my money on a team like that. I want to back the team that's in really good form. All the guys are playing very well. They're getting a lot of shots on goal, and they're playing very well defensively. And that, to me, is the Dallas Stars. So I'll take them tonight, Buster. What do you think? Well, I can't blame you for uh, taking Dallas, but then I can't blame people if they, they think LA is a little bit of a small dog, too. Again, I will mention to Carmine, very good uh, games you've picked here. This is another tough one. Uh, both teams are playing really good hockey, as Andrew just mentioned. Dallas has won four straight. LA's won six of their last eight. Uh, but in saying that, the reason why I do lean a little to Dallas is Dallas has kind of had the, uh, the Kings number. They won six of the last seven in L.A., including this year they beat them in Dallas 5-2. So uh, in that regards, I believe Dallas is a little bit of a play here. But for me, I don't like the 125 lane on Dallas. L.A.'s shown. They've been pretty good at home of late. I know they lost their last game to Philly, but uh, we talked about the game just last Tuesday. L.A. was playing Vegas, and we had talked about how Vegas is really good road record. LA, very good home record. And LA beats, beats Vegas. So, again, the side here for me is just something that uh, I find it very tough to pick, especially now that LA, I haven't seen the stars, but I know Quick played the other night. So that means Copley will probably be a net for LA. He's been playing some really good hockey. Now you also have Ottinger net for uh, Dallas. I mean, he might be one of the better goalies in the league this year so far. Uh, so in saying that, I'm going to go with the under here. The under six, uh, again, two good goaltenders. What else I like, They have, both teams haven't played since Saturday. So they got a couple of days off, which is good. And also, let's look at some of these stats. Dallas are 8-1 to the under, last nine on the road. 
LA, 7-2 to the under their last nine games. So as I say, very tough side to pick here. Good luck, Brother Andrew, with Dallas. I'm taking the under in this one. Hey, I'm just happy you aren't on the Kings. So you can take the under. How about a <laughs> Dallas 3-1 win for me? Sounds That, that sounds just about right to me, Buster. Uh, Carm, this is a good game. And, and like we talked about, both teams are playing well. Um, the Dallas Stars have, have definitely got on a good streak here. And, and I think they were struggling to find their consistency um, you know, prior to this new year. But I feel like they've found it. And uh, they have a lot of guys playing really well right now. What do you think here, Stars and Kings? Yeah, you, you know, one of the tough things, Andrew, is when you look at this game is always wanting to take uh, road teams because teams generally play their best uh, at home. But this, this Stars team, I don't mind laying... Uh, a very short number with them and minus 25 is a short number of them because they're playing well you mean like it, especially if it's Ottinger or net it uh, all of it depends for me on the starting goalies in this game uh, you look at Ottinger and, and Phoenix uh, Copley for um, uh, for the Kings both goalies are playing lights out hockey right now Ottinger eight of his last nine games he's allowed two or fewer goals it was just a 6-3 loss to the Edmonton Oilers the only time where he's allowed uh, more than two goals. There's a bunch of twos, ones, and uh, I think a shutout on that. They're just playing well defensively, which equates into wins when they can score goals. The You know, with the Kings, I talked about the Kings, and they went through that nice little spurt after they won in Boston at the end of a terrible road trip. Come home, pick up three more wins. Uh, but their last four games, even though they've gone two and two in their last four, I think it was uh, uh, the, the loss to Arizona and then uh, especially the loss to Philadelphia, um, they reverted back to making the mistakes that they were making during that road trip where they were losing games by a 5 nothing, 6 nothing scoreline. They make those same mistakes against the Dallas Stars tonight, and, and Dallas uh, cashes in on three goals. It's probably enough to win this game because they're not going to allow more than that, I have to believe, if they continue to play the way they're playing. Copley's good, 8-1 and one on the season. Um, he's allowed more than three... Uh, uh, more than three three or more goals uh, three times, uh, six nothing to the state Sabers, uh, five four to Colorado and uh, four three to um, four three to the Calgary Flames. But other than that, it's been two or fewer goals as well too. He's got a great uh, looking number as far as his save percentage and goals against average. So you got to like the under here, I think, in this one. But uh, I'm leaning Dallas Stars. Uh, it's tough to take a team uh, and, and and then lean to the under if you think that team uh, like Dallas is going to score uh, three or four goals, which I think is, could happen if the Kings continue down this path of making those defensive errors and just their forwards not, not back-checking properly. Uh, that's what hurt them on that road trip, and that's what's hurt them in the last four games, even though they won two of those. So um, my stronger play here is the Dallas Stars at minus 125. I love to hear it, Carm. And, uh, you know, one thing that you that you mentioned there, I think it's so true, especially for, for people like the three of us that are watchers. You know, we're handicappers that watch all these games. If you're a guy that watched the LA Kings recently, <clears throat> excuse me, guys, to your point, Carm, they have been bailed out by some great goaltending recently. You know, they've got their goaltenders playing very well, some defensemen bailing them out, sliding around on the ice. Um, I'd love to hear Brian on this show. I'm not sure if Brian's watching here. But uh, some of the expected goal numbers, I did not look for the LA Kings recently, but I do know that they have been giving up quite a few chances. Their goaltending has definitely been helping them out quite a bit here, guys. Um, let's go around the horn. We'll get, get to best bets here. Of course, uh, it is Tuesday, so there's lots of time 
uh, in this week for people to buy uh, football packages, uh, packages for the weekend, of course, packages for tonight as well across all kinds of different sports. Let's start with you, Buster, with what you have going over today at Sports Memo and what you have going for the rest of the week and, of course, your best bet. Well, thank you, Andrew. Uh, go over to Sports Memo, and I believe Wager Talk as well. The uh, powers that be put on a nice uh, big ring in the New Year special. You can buy a 30 day, 90 day, full year even. Uh, at some huge discounts. We, uh, with the uh, NFL playoffs coming up, full into college basketball. Now the conference play is going. And of course, lots of NHL to get at. So uh, go over there, grab one of those packages. Uh, there's some good discounts. I think it's up uh, until. Uh, maybe till Sunday night, I believe. Our show best play is going to be Buffalo, Washington, over six and a half at even money. Even though the Sabres, you know, they've uh, been playing a bunch of unders lately, I think they're just a dead over team. And they've been playing, uh, this going to be their fourth game in six nights. And I believe that uh, the, the over in this series has gone over five of the last six in Washington. And Washington and at home, they've got over four of their last five games. So give us the over six and a half with Buffalo and Washington. And uh, best of luck with all your plays, guys, tonight. And uh, have a good one. It's always good to see you, Buster. And uh, again, Happy New Year uh, to you and your better half. Yes, same I hope to, you're same to it you, up. Andrew. Same to you. Same to you, Carmine. Carm, uh, what are you thinking here for tonight as far as uh, your plays for clients? Do you have anything up right now at Wager Talk, or do you have some stuff you're going to be posting? And, of course, uh, your best bet for the show. Yeah, I just uh, I just need to create the ad copy, but the plays uh, are loaded. Uh, you can get them. Pick up the three-day all-access package, which is a great uh, great deal, or even the seven-day seven package as well, too, because I got a 5% play coming uh, this midweek, so... Uh, that normally goes for 35. You can get that into the three-day all-access package. Um, and there's soccer going this afternoon, uh, EPL. Uh, there's four games. I've got uh, three plays loaded right now. So you get those all as far uh, with the three-day all-access or buy them separately. Andrew, as far as my, my best bet, I'm going to fade a team that is in full tank mode. Uh, it doesn't take much to want to fade the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, and with that, you know, they lost 12 of the last 13. I'm taking Tampa Bay here. I'm laying the puck line on this. Chicago has lost 12 of their last 13 games. Only a win at home against Columbus is the only win. In those 12 wins, every single loss was by two or more goals. Uh, every team that has beaten them has covered the puck line. You're laying $1.35 with Tampa Bay here on the puck line, and that's the way to go. Tampa Bay minus one and a half, minus 135 as your show best bet. Hey, ride the hot, and let's just keep fading those cold teams, Carm. I do not blame you at all for that one. That's a good price there in the puck line, I even think, here on Tampa Bay. Minus one and a half at minus 135. Great stuff there. Uh, for me, looking like two plays so far. If I do add anything, it will be later on in the afternoon. Uh, and that's just as far as the NHL action. We'll have some other action as far as some other sports up soon. Um, but for me, as far as my best bet is concerned, you know, Buster mentioned we didn't talk about the Canadians today, so I figured I would talk about them. I'm going to go with a plus one and a half goal line here with the Montreal Canadiens. I don't bet the plus one and a half very often here, guys, but I think this is a good spot to do it. Look, they've not been playing well. They've been blown out in three straight games. We're getting minus 120 on them getting a goal against a Nashville Predators team 
that they couldn't blow out Buster Carmenai if we played against them. They are not a team that puts up goals in bunches whatsoever. They win by scoring three, four goals. I think Montreal will get up for this game and they will bounce back. They've had some time off to reflect. And, you know, after getting absolutely beat down three straight games, I think this one they could potentially win outright. But I'll play it safe here with the plus one and a half on minus 120 here, guys. So uh, to recap the power plays, we have Carm with Tampa Bay on the puck line, minus one and a half. Don Buster with Buffalo, Washington, over six and a half. And we have myself, Montreal, plus one and a half at minus 120. Thanks so much for watching, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Have you checked out all the new handicappers at Wager Talk? If not, here's your chance. You can take 50% off your first daily or three-day all-access purchase at Wager Talk using coupon code TRYWT. Our new roster of experts is 30 deep, covering sports from all around the world, giving you tons of options to choose from. All you have to do to redeem this offer is go to wagertalk.com, choose a handicapper of your choice, and use coupon code TRYWT at checkout, saving 50% on your first purchase.